A beaming woman in a blue apron greeted her. You must be Chloe. God, the place looked exactly the same. Nothing had changed at all in the last 11 or 12 years. The spindly greeting card holder in the corner. The knitted teddy bears lined up on the top shelf like sinister woolen voodoo dolls. The glass-covered plate of muffins. Even the old man in the corner with his newspaper seemed familiar. It was like stepping into a museum of memories, one that provoked an unexpectedly visceral reaction. Even her throat ached when she swallowed, although her tonsils were long gone. Sorry. First rule of being Chloe Foster Pearson, always start with an apology. She pulled a piece of hair away from her sweat-damp forehead and poked it behind her ear. Are you the manageress? Oh, no, dear. The woman seemed to think this was hilarious. I'm Joy, the intern. She's the manageress. She pointed to a woman in a red apron who was frowning at a tatty $5 note. She pulled a piece of lint from Chloe's sleeve and lowered her voice. A word to the wise. Try and arrive before we open next time, and you might want to do something about your hair. She mimed pulling Chloe's dense curls back into a ponytail. The woman in the red apron approached and shook Chloe's hand formally. I'm Hilary. Welcome to the Marjorie Marshall Memorial Cafeteria. She spoke with deference, in the slightly stilted way people usually addressed her parents. Pleasantries followed, mostly variations on how lucky they were to have Chloe volunteering there. Who is Marjorie Marshall? Chloe asked Joy as she donned an identical blue apron. No one can remember, Joy sniggered. Pay attention, ladies, said Hilary sharply. We'll start you on coffees, Chloe, since you're practically a doctor. Chloe's eyes widened when she saw the enormous printed label stuck on the coffee machine. Val, who used to do Tuesdays, was very good with computers, Joy helpfully explained as she demonstrated the different functions. Basically, it's on, off, black, white, anything fancy like a latte or a flat white, just press white. If someone orders a cappuccino, add a few chocolate sprinkles on the top. Next, Joy showed her the fridge. This is where we keep the milk. When Chloe frowned, she patted her arm. Don't worry, love, you'll soon get the hang of it. We mostly serve teas. Chloe peered inside. Is there a choice of milk? On Mondays, we get Farmer's Best delivered, but when that runs out, I'm afraid it's supermarket home brand. I mean, like almond or soy. Joy laughed. No, pet, there's not the call for it in here. What do we do about the customers who are lactose intolerant? I usually leave the intolerant customers to the intolerant manageress. But... Do your best. All that matters is that it's hot and served with a smile. That's what our customers value most. Joy thought of something. Or you could offer them a juice instead. She indicated the line of coloured boxes on the shelf, the kind that Chloe used to buy from the school canteen before her mother turned into the sugar police. The first customer orders were already in, impaled on a savage-looking metal spike on the counter. While she waited for the kettle to boil, Joy demonstrated the more technical features of the coffee machine. She explained how to refill the coffee beans and where to empty the grounds. It's a lot for you to take in on your first day, I know, 
But one day soon, it'll be your first day on the ward as a newly qualified doctor. Imagine that. Suddenly, Chloe couldn't feel her legs. She removed a blue plastic water bottle from her bag and took a large swig. Her legs returned. Joy nodded approvingly. It's important to stay well hydrated when you're working in a high-pressure environment like this. Hospitals can be very dehydrating. I keep my glass over there by the sink, have a little sip every time I pass it. Chloe watched Hilary walk over to the sink, empty the glass and put it into the dishwasher. When her back was turned, Joy helped herself to a clean glass from the cupboard, filled it and with a wink placed it next to the sink. 